So, what do we talk about today? We're talking about a lot of things. I think we talk about a lot of things. We could we could always talk about a lot of things. That's our podcast. That's what our podcast is about. Oh yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to So What Now. Damn, it's been a while since we've uh, actually recorded an episode. I think about like three weeks now. It's okay, though. It's okay. We're it's here. It's been a while, but not forgotten. Not forgotten. Not forgotten. Don't think we're forgetting just, about just, this podcast. This little thing called life just hits, you know? And, you know, it happens every now and then. Yes. This will happen but we're periodically. Back. But we're, we're back. We're better. Just a sneak peek for everybody. You know, we'll be double posting, you know. Definitely two episodes, either within one day or within consecutive days. So we've we haven't done that in a little bit, but um that'll definitely happen this week. Vic, what's good? How you been? You know, still still living my best life or trying to live my best life, you know. Just working that three to eleven life full time, making that sh money. Yeah, I mean uh, a couple, well, more like a month ago, not not like a couple weeks ago, we had uh, Lewis on the podcast, Lewis Esmodia, and we were talking about blue collar working, and you know, whether what field you go in, man, as long as you're making that money, chasing the paper, the thing, the things we do for the dollar, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, it's it's like a lifestyle, you know, it's like you, you know, live the life you want to. That's right. You know, try to live your best life. You know, that's that's all we try to preach. And, yes. you know, I think just even saying that is a great segue into, you know, I think the biggest topic for today's episode. And I think it's always leaning towards that mental aspect, um, that mental health part of our lives. And I know you know more about this than I do, but it's the current um, suicide rate in the United States. So... What was the percentage that it increased? It increased in- by, I believe, more than 50% from 2007 to 2017, according to the CDC. Um, pretty alarming number right there, considering, you know, the amount of prevention we've done, uh, like, not we've done, but like, like certain organizations, um, even the government, like certain places of the government, like the CDC, um, you know, small local focus groups, social workers, everyone, the whole tandem of who has to work in the realm of mental health. Um, they've been doing a great job, man. But like, it's just so alarming that that's, that's the most alarming statistic. And a lot of people don't know that, you know, because it's such a stigmatized, even though that's probably not even a word, but the stigma behind suicide is really high and no one really wants to talk about it. And, you know, it's a really tough to- a topic to talk about, man, because, you know, we've dealt with it. We probably met someone or had close encounters to who've committed suicide. And it's a, it's a really, really, really powerful and, and saddening thing to actually think about. And I think it should be more addressed because we were actually talking about this on a, on a lighter note, um, Earlier in the day, we were talking about on how this should be the public health crisis. This should be the emergency as opposed to the basement ban. 
Yeah, and I think, you know, a big aspect of this this whole big situation is that it's so amazing how not amazing, it's it's so it's sad to hear that, you know, we've made so much stride in mental health, you know, in starting that conversation, right? Like, you know, the past few years there's more awareness about mental health, what to look for, um, what the questions to ask, um, and always making sure that you're checking into your friends. And I think that's still very alarming how even with all that improvement that we've done in the past years, it's really not showing that it's helping, you know. So with this bump in the suicide rate, it's like what else can be done that can help people and really make them feel like, you know, they're worth something in this world? Because, you know, I think that's one big part of, of life is that, like, you know, people feel like, Sometimes they have no purpose and it's like, what can we do as a society and as a world in general to really try to make people want to succeed and want to be happy in life, you know, which is hard. Yeah. It's, it's that, uh, it's more or less just like, you know, um, every other day you kind of like realize, you know, and kind of look forward to like purpose purpose is like a huge thing that comes behind mental health in most cases. Um, you know, the purpose in life, you know, uh, what, what, what am I going to do with my life? What's the next day? You know, how am I going to make myself better? What's my support system? What's my environment I'm surrounded in? There's so many, I guess, b- broad spectrums across the board of how, one can influence them to ultimately, you know, end their lives saddening, uh, like as a sad part. And there's just too many risk factors out there and it's so hard to diminish all of them. And I think in my opinion, there should be more of a moral like standpoint on this situation of mental health, especially when it comes to suicide. You know, it's, it's, it's not too late to get help. It's not too, it's not too late for anything just like anything in life, whether you're going to go and succeed for something, whether you want something, it's never too late. You don't have to get it at that certain point. You don't have to attain it at that certain point. But, you know, with the fast moving society that we live in right now, such as social media, the media, what we see on TV, it's, it's, it's like, it's suffocating. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it comes to the point where, we say to ourselves, what, what, what's, what's next? How, how can we move forward in a society where we aren't really caring about it, like necessarily human emotion, man? It's so sad. You know yeah. what I mean? And I know you were on uh, Making Good Spaghetti uh, a week ago. And like you said, it's, 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 it's hard to say this, but it's pretty sad to be a human, bro. Like... It's, it really is. It's like, yeah. you know, it's sad that we reach a point to where like, we would rather not wake up that next morning after going to sleep instead of living. You know, it's like, what's wrong with, with life that we're living right now? What's so bad that, that that's the only option that people see. But at the same time, this is something we, we haven't talked about on any of, the, of our podcast episodes is there's this thing called assisted suicide, right? 
or normally called physician-assisted suicide. Mm-hmm. So that is when someone is making that choice to find a physician that will give them a medication that will end their life. Mm-hmm. You know, for the most part, you you see people that are doing this, you know, they have a terminal illness or they're just uh, of older age and they're deciding that, you know, they've lived, they, they've lived their life and they're done, you know. What do you think that would be an option possibly that we'll see more in the future? Because I know, like you were saying before, that there's like this stigma about suicide. Do you think there's ever going to be like, this is bizarre to say, but like an acceptance to suicide, like in comparison to physician assisted suicide? Like the way like people just take their lives via like gun Mm -hmm. or like, stab wounds or something like that well instead instead of that would you think physician assisted suicide would that be more acceptable damn i think in my opinion right now for how this life is right now like just how we're moving as a society it just be i would hope that it's an ethical problem (laughs) because then you bring in that element of ethics you know and yeah it's a big ethical dilemma right because if that person is sound of mind Mm-hmm. Right. And they they have nothing and they know that this is what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, who who is someone to say no to that? But at the same time, it's a life and we want to to make value and we're in worth of that life. For sure. Absolutely. I 100 percent agree with you. I think that it's more accepted in a lot more cultures than we think it is. Um just because, you know, I'm talking about on a, on a global perspective as opposed to the United States perspective. Um, you probably see more and more of that in other cultures. It's more accepted. But um, I just think so much about how it may not only affect the individual, it will affect the family, the community that surrounds them, their best friends, their friends. You know what I mean? It's not only mm-hmm. hitting them mentally, it's the people around the certain individual who's choosing to do this, you know, I think that's what a lot of people don't think about as well is it's, it it truly affects everything, you know, health cost, health. There's just so many things as opposed to like what you're just saying, it wouldn't really affect health costs. If like someone's so old and they do assisted suicide or, you know, they know they're going to die or so, that sort of thing. But, you know, when it's literally young adults, which is what the CDC, I guess, statistic focuses on, it's generally people who are from age 14 to 30. And that's just a scary thought to me. Like, that's so young. It's like, it's suicide is not understandable at any age, but like at a, at such a young age, man. Oh, man, that's just... Right? Oh. Like, when we were little kids, literally the only worry we had, right, was, oh, my God, how am I going to get Xbox Live for this month, right? <laughs> like, not not even trying to, to, to downplay anything, right? Yeah, yeah, Literally, yeah. when we were in elementary, middle school, our lives consisted of waking up at 6, going to school till 2, mm-hmm. walking home, going on Xbox, eating, and going to sleep. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like no worries realistically. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because our parents had to take that worry. Right. That's right. So we we had friends, you know, we had no problems in school. We we 
you know, we, we were living life as a normal kid and as a normal kid should be living their life. So it's like, it's so crazy to think that we have kids that when are living their lives, you know, elementary, middle school, and they're so stressed out and anxious and, and having mental health issues that they're already thinking about committing suicide. Yeah. Like, like what type of world and society are we having that kids are able to even have that, that thought in their minds? Mm-hmm. You, know, you, like, know what's, you know what's an alarming fact? I'm sorry to interrupt you on this one, but it's more common in males and females. You see more, like across the board, not just young like adults or young kids. It, like across the board, like all ages included, you see it more males than you do females. Mm-hmm. And you know that that's that's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? And that one gender or one sex, more rather, has a more vulnerable rate of suicide. And mm-hmm. that's just scary to me. And I I have a couple more statistics here. It says according to Bloomberg, that in spite of recent mental health crisis, insurance companies. Including United Health Group are doing what they can to limit coverage and deny claims for mental health related issues. Like, what's your take on that? Wow, I mean, I don't, e- I don't even know how to how to go off from that because that honestly shows that insurance companies don't care about life, right? Yeah, because that that's the only thing I can think about when I hear that. Is that they they honestly just don't care about life. So instead of spending money and and trying to protect a person's life by giving them the opportunity to to see a mental health care provider, instead of doing that, they'll just rather that they pass away and kill themselves. Yeah, that's and a that's really sad thing. All man. due to money. Yeah, that's another big thing, man. Economics. And here's to go off of money. Here's the other statistic I wrote down. In a 20, well, not really a statistic, it's more or less a study. Um, a 2019 study by the National Bureau of Economic Research says that there, there's a direct causal link between workers' wage, wages and suicide rates. Not, not, a, not a correlation, just a causal link mm-hmm. between. So that's so also pretty scary. Does that go on both ways of poor and rich? Correct. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, money does not make happiness. Correct. You know, there's big overcast about, oh, money, this, money, that. Well, in general, money does not make happiness. You know, it's it's the societal terms that make us think that we need money to, to be happy and money to in, or, in order to succeed in life. It's not true. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's th- that's the goal, man, right? happiness yeah i mean i feel like that's one big reason why you know or one big reason why we should live our lives is is to be happy that should which is really hard i just feel like that should always be you know the the i guess how do i want to word this the it's not more or less like an outlier at this point I just think it's it's simple facts, you know, like mm-hmm. money does not buy happiness. And 
I think the more and more people realize that following a a a social like way of thinking of just like being liked, wanting to be liked, or just you know, it's it's just hard a word because you don't really know how a person was raised, what environment they are accustomed to, and I don't know. It's just it gets me all bottled up just thinking about it. Um, because the more and more people we see, you know, they, the more and more vulnerability they have to suicide. It's just pretty scary, you know. How do how do they go up when there's mm-hmm. so many prevention issues or related, I guess, organizations to help with this? This it is a public health crisis. It should be the, it should be number one yeah. in people's in people's eyes. But it's you know, not. I think because my this worry. This doesn't get media attention. No, that's a problem. And that's worrisome, right? Because what happened like five years ago, right? All the the mass uh, mass shootings, right? Oh, it was a big thing in the news, right? But slowly after we had more mass shootings, everything started to to decrease and no one really cared, right? So whenever there's a shooting, no one really cares. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's going to be the same thing that's going to happen to mental health pertaining to suicide. Is that, oh, yeah, oh, my God, it went up 50%, but slowly people aren't just going to care anymore. Yeah. And, and yeah, there's still going to be the conversation about mental health, but I feel like there's a disconnect between mental health and suicide. And I don't know why people aren't putting those together when there should be more done for suicide which is hard to say because there's already so much work currently being done, but we need, we need to do better. What is somehow. that? What is that unfortunate saying? Um, when one dies, it's a tragedy. When a million dies, yeah. it's a statistic. Yeah. And that's the problem. So with that boost of 50%, it's like, Oh my God, it's a statistic. It's like, yeah. it's like big wolf. It's just, and then as soon as like, someone in big popular culture commits suicide, it's all over the news. And now mm-hmm. all of a sudden people are activists for it. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. I get what you're trying to do and you're trying to be a good person, but where was this when that shit was up 50 some odd percent? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. for example, like when Mac Miller overdosed, you know what I mean? Like people are all over that. But yep. if it's something like you and I, or one of our friends, they no one would care. No, because it'll just be another. Well, I shouldn't say no one would care. Obviously, our families would, and like our friends, but like on like on something that needs change upon, mm-hmm. no one would really care because it's it's not it's not in their interest. Yeah, for for both parties, to be honest, for both polit- pol- political parties, so. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if it doesn't get buzz, then it's not going to get any attention, you know? Nope. No awareness is going to come to it. And, I mean, I think the the whole, like, 50% increase, that's being hidden by just, like, everything happening in the world, like, politically and um, the uh, the world, the wars in the, in the world, China, you know? It's just, like, there's so much things at once. It's, like, what is it that we should be caring for more? Yeah, because it's all important. It's all going to affect our lives. 
at the end of the day. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Um, a lot of people don't realize that it's it's affecting their lives because they don't think it's going to happen to their future generations, right? Mm-hmm. And that's another thing we wanted to touch up on is, you know, um, as long as something doesn't happen, nothing will change, correct? And even though we're seeing these ri- these rises in suicide rates, um, you know, we had a primary example of you know, like a war or something like, you know, an extreme group attacking, such as like 9-11. That's how airport security got better or whatnot. Like, it's crazy how we need something crazy to happen in order for change to occur. Mm-hmm. It's like we're not we're not proactive of what what we think is going to happen. Right. It's that it's that analogy. I don't know if your parents ever told you this, but. My parents preach this to me all the time, and my brothers prepare for the worst. Mm-hmm. But, the, but, but like, what's worse than suicide? That's true. Right, because if we're preparing for the worst, like, what, like, what, what else? Like, what's worse than that? Yeah, and it's sad that people don't don't even think that's a, a major problem. I mean, people see it as a major problem, but like. Nothing is being done about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and that's, like, at a policy level is what we're trying to get at. Like, policy levels, more more interventions, more more just everything. Just, like, you know, these big corporate companies can be doing so much. They have so much money. And it, it all comes down to a, to a big money issue, man, because most of these individuals who are probably – committed suicide it could go either way you know really rich or really or really poor but it's mainly attacking individuals of a you know of a lower socioeconomic economical class so how could we you know fix you know health insurance companies to be more fair with claims or you know it's just it's tough because every major company their interest is making money Yeah, because life, you know, once you put a, a price to to life, it's like it's not worth it's not worth anything else. Yeah, it's worth nothing. Mm-hmm. And I want to see the suicide rates in in other countries. Like that's something I would probably want to look up after this. Mm-hmm. You know, on a global standpoint, as opposed to the United States, but. I don't know. It's it's a, it's a curious, curious thought right there. But that's pretty alarming, especially with the technology and and the media we have and the prevention efforts. And ten mm-hmm. years, it didn't go down. It went up <laughs> as a nation. So yeah, because if we're able to to compare those numbers from other countries, we can compare if this is just like a worldwide issue or if this is just you know, a country and a society and internally it's our issue. Yeah. It would be interesting to see. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the United States has, has a bunch of issues, you know, and I feel like whatever gets the most media attention is unfortunately going to be the one to get addressed. Mm -hmm. Just like the vaping ban, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, 
as soon as we hear more and more about um, mass shootings, specifically mass shootings, as soon as we hear more and more about those, just like we heard, like in the summer, like I'm stumbling on my words here, but like it's just astonishing to me because over the summer we had two back-to-back nights and everyone was just like, nah, that happens. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it, I don't even mean to laugh. It's just, it's, it's laughable as to what we do as a country on a policy basis. Mm-hmm. Literally, lives are being taken on a regular basis. Like, shootings happen on a yearly basis, no matter what. And I wouldn't even it's like more often than that. Yeah, probably like what every four months, I would yeah. say. Mm-hmm. You have a bunch, and they literally happen quarterly, probably. Yeah, Maybe. I was gonna say quarterly. Yeah. yeah, it's just so sad because you have alarming statistics and no one does anything. <laughs> Alrighty then, and we're back. <laughs> back at you. Back at you. A little quick interruption there, but it's all good. But um, pretty wild, bro. Pretty wild stuff that we're we're dealing with on a on a countrywide basis. And as we, I feel like every single time we end, we we're close to ending an episode. We always say, um, you know, we need to be the difference. The future generations need to be the difference. You know. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I do think it's good though that even though it's sad and and, and like it really it's hard to even process that we still should be keeping this conversation going, you know, because this sure. isn't this isn't the first time we've had like a, a topic about mental health and and like how is it that we can improve as a society, um, but it's something that you know is going to be worked on continually, and we have to make sure we keep trying our best to, to do better Facts. For, everyone, for everyone's sake. Facts only, bro. I feel like generally most of our themes of our episodes have been, you know, addressing mental health because that's necessarily what's been on the news, man. I mean, you know, we, we tend to talk about anything that's going on in society or just literally anything, you mm-hmm. know, and that alarming statistic to me and, you know, the, I guess the the comparison of everything else that's going on that's considered a public health major crisis um, hasn't, you know, had, I guess, the correct attention as what suicide prevention needs, Mm -hmm. you know? Everything else will follow in suit, I believe. They should be in the back of the line in terms of what's, what's needed. And as you said, then, I'll constantly say it's like, you know, it's like no one cares about human emotion and morality anymore, especially in this country. It's gone. It's all gone. <laughs> That's why we got to be happy at all times. Be nice to everyone. Whoever is listening uh-huh. to this, if you see someone who's having a bad day or you think they're having a bad day, just be nice to them. Or, you know, even if someone you think they look like they're, you know, out of out of whack or whatever. Just be nice to them, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never know what's going on through behind even, closed doors. You don't have to be nice. Just don't be mean. Don't That's be right. Rude. Don't be mean. Yeah, don't be mean. 
That's facts. That's the element. That's just that's, live your best life. We, we we always have a takeaway in the episode. So yeah, don't be mean. Don't be <laughs> for lack of better words, don't be fucked up. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> All right, Brody. Is there another another interesting convo? <laughs> As I always say, we're we're trying to get more guests, but you know, scheduling conflicts, you know. It happens. So, we'll be Gucci. There. So, deuces, Brody. I'll see you on the next episode. All right. Two episodes dropping hopefully soon. Bless up. Bless up. (laughs) Thank you all for (laughs) listening.